Hey, yo, what up? It's your boy Gaza, and welcome to season three of The Mermaid and the Lion, The Newlyweds. Remember, this show is not for kids, and the entire season is full of triggers. So please, please, please listen with an open heart and mind. We are excited to bring you this season with improved sound. So for your best experience, listen with headphones. Mermaid and the Lion. Mermaid and the Lion. Congratulations. Thank you, but I wouldn't say eloped. We told our parents and got their blessing. Oh, I guess the rest of us are mud. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It was just last minute decision and we managed it the best way we could, you know, short notice. But again, I do thank you for the well wishes. Absolutely. Well, you're part of the family now. Girl, give me a hug. Okay. Yeah, you know, with Fitz down, Gas is going to have to step up in the business. In my opinion, he's already stepped up. We spend a lot of time talking about the business. Well, he can't afford any distractions or drama. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, of course, Miss Carol. Um, you know, how are you related to the family again? Oh, look, Gas is out. Oh, I see. Let me go check on him. No, I got him. You wait here. Let me take a deep breath, because I was feeling a mixed welcome this evening. I can't even explain the real feeling, but I knew I didn't like it. But I had to remember that there was a lot of fear and emotions flying around, so yeah. I was Gaz's wife, but what was my three days of marriage compared to their lifetime of being a family? I shouldn't expect to be fully accepted because as far as they were concerned I could still walk away like nothing happened right then I thought more about it was my mama's good heart rubbing off on me you know did I really need to be accepted by everybody Gaza did choose me to be his wife after all then finally finally I realized I didn't need acceptance I needed respect. And they were going to respect every decision I made was for the betterment of Gaza and now for Chase. If I focused on the three of us, everything else was going to fall in line. 45 minutes earlier. 
As I walked down the corridor to see my father in his ICU bed, I could feel my heartbeat increasing. I didn't know what to expect. Was he paralyzed? Could he talk to me? Was he going to recognize me? Like, what does a stroke do to you anyways? I logically knew the answer, but my fear and the anxiety was overshadowing that. I stood on the outside of 63B with my hand on the handle, becoming deathly afraid of what I would find on the other side. Times like this remind me that a man can cry. Hey, Dad. Oh, hey, Gaza. How are you feeling? I'm trying to put a brave face, but I'm not feeling too good. I'm so worried about what's going to happen to the business. Who's going to take care of your mom? Dad, you don't need to be worried about none of this right now. Everything is going to be okay. I just need you to focus on getting better. I just hate feeling helpless. Like I can't even control my own pain. We are going to get through this, Dad. I promise you can depend on me. You hear me? You can depend on me. Gaza, the business is already struggling. I plan to try to fix some things after the vacation, and now this. Dad, we haven't always seen eye to eye in business. But like I said, you can depend on me. I will not let you down. Please, just say you trust me to get you through this. I trust you, Gaza. You won't regret it. As I walked down the corridor again, my heartbeat was increasing for a whole new reason. I had promised this man that I would save his business, and I meant every word. I was going to promise whatever it took to keep him alive for as long as possible. When I got back to the waiting room, I saw Angel hugging our close family friend, Carol. I thought she was going to come to me, but Miss Carol did instead. Then my mother joined us, and when she hugged me, I could no longer control my tears. She told me how she needed me to be strong because the business was dependent on me. But we all knew the truth. We needed the business to succeed because if it died, it was going to take my father right along with it. But those were the words that could not be spoken. Hey everybody, it's your favorite mermaid angel and I'm here to let you know I got my V slayed. <laughs> no, get your mind out of the gutter. Gaza didn't do it. I have recently changed my feminine hygiene care product to the trademark company V-Slay. V-Slay's feminine wash is organic and keeps my V smelling amazing and I have never felt so sure of myself. Even after working out, which I rarely do, or eating bad, which I always do. You have to give this black woman-owned business your support. Your V will thank you. For that extra um, I have started their suppository regimen. Gaza says, I have never tasted better. Oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't have shared that. But let me get out of here before I get in trouble. Visit www.vslay.com and use the code the mermaid and the lion for a 15% discount. The link is in the show notes. Slay your V with V Slay, as I am. Day four of being married. Gaza! 
Gaza. Are you gonna be going to the uh, shop this morning? No, I've gotta go to the cabinet shop and get some things together. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not gonna be going to work. Maybe I could ride with your mom to visit your dad. My mom is going this morning. If you wait for me to get back, we can ride together. Oh, okay. Um, that sounds good. All right, cool. I just want to thank you for everything the last couple of days. I really appreciate you. And I think I... I think I should let you know that things are probably going to get harder before they get better. Gaza, that is completely understood. I mean, completely. It's just that the business is in a downturn. The housing market keeps getting worse by the day. I, I got to find a way to stabilize the business. The first thing I can do, I'm thinking, is learn AutoCAD. Hmm. I think AutoCAD is definitely a skill to have, but you're doing great work with Google SketchUp. So what about going to college, Gaza? You know, now would be a great time to get a business degree or something that you can use within any industry. Let, Angel, let me tell you something. My dad started this business when he first came to this country, and it has done just fine for my entire family. In addition to that, once I save this business, I won't need or have time for school the business will be right back to feeding us again. So I'll take a class on AutoCAD or something, but I don't need a degree. Fine. You know, fine, Gaza. But it never fails to have a backup plan. I am the backup plan, Angel, and I'm about to come through. Look, I, I gotta go. You know, Gaza, I wasn't trying to offend you. It doesn't really sound like you were trying to believe in me either. <laughs> you know, that's not fair. Well, think about what you said. There's nothing wrong with having a contingency plan, Gaza. Oh, my God. Angel, look. We are not getting anywhere with this. I'll call you when I'm on my way home. Well, that happened. I've talked to Gaza about school before. He was resistant, but it never made him so agitated. I just wanted him to see all of his options. Saving the business didn't mean that it had to be the same as before. It could be much more or even pivot. But silly me, I couldn't see that it wasn't the right time for me to be throwing alternatives out there. He normally liked hearing my suggestions or thoughts. I was just being me, but this wasn't about me. The evening of day four. Gaza, did you bring the paperwork with you? No, Dad, I didn't. We agreed that you were going to trust me to handle this. Yes, but you still need to be brought up to speed. You don't know what's going on. I do. I've been working these jobs right beside you. I'm talking about the business side of it, Gaza. The pricing, the profits. This is more than being a master carpenter. Dad, I think you're forgetting that I ran my own business. I have my own crew, which became your workers. This is bigger. And I got it. You don't think I understand how important this is? Dad, if you go down... I go down, and I can't let that happen. I'm sorry, but I never thought I'd have to hang things over like this so soon. I wanted to show you more. Dad, you will. You just have to focus on getting better right now. I'm still going to need you. Looks like I need you too. Like I said yesterday, I will see this through. I know. I just hate being trapped in this bloody bed. You're going to pull through. The most important thing is that you rest. So I'm going to head out of here and let you do that. I believe in you, Gaza. Thanks, Dad. And if I have a question, 
I promise I will ask. Oh, hey. Um, do you want me to fix you something to eat before you head up? That sounds good. But I'm not coming to bed for a while. I have a lot of work to do. Mm, okay. Um, I'll get you a plate and then I'm going to head to bed. Thank you. No problem. Angel, you know I need you, right? No, I don't know that. But it's okay, though. Let me go get your food. Oh, my God. Look, I am not trying to argue with you tonight. Thank you for listening to Episode 11 of Season 3, The Hospital. Carol was played by Bruchet Stinton, host of the Unpopular Realist podcast. This episode features the following music. For Me by Ideen. The season's theme song is Everlasting by Envision, The Blind Sensation. Please visit the show notes to learn more about everyone who supported this episode. And listen to all of our artists on your favorite streaming platform. Make sure you run those numbers up. And also, please remember to rate us five stars and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the show notes. Catch you next time. As you know, this road we've been walking on Has its twists and turns, ups and downs But we'll never see forever if we're not willing to go, go slow Did you know time is on our side If we don't lose control Let's go So intimate, close to me, close to me. Mentally, mentally, physical, emotional connection that we built is so, so, so perfect and oh, so, so worth it. Now I don't want to lose you, so baby girl, I choose you.